still the lockdown dive. How are you, me old mate Mick? Oh, look, uh, hunt life's good. Um, <laughs> oh, you like, you're enjoying it. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, no, look, interesting. And now, um, obviously, we start at the, uh, the onslaught of uh, almost daily football for the next 20 odd days. Yeah. So, yeah, exciting times. I don't know how I'm going to keep up with it, but I'll manage somehow. Yeah. Maybe. Oh. Maybe, maybe, maybe our mates from our sponsors, Hopster Home, will help. Well, yeah, you'd hope so. Um, so we are still in lockdown. Um, this is, I think, our third episode. We are three down, I think, three to go before we hopefully come out of it, although the cases are still not looking amazing. It's about 340 or something today. So it's late. Look, I love it how now it's not in 500. We're a little bit happy, but it's still obviously horrible. Um yeah, everybody stay safe out there if you're in Victoria. Um, put the damn masks on, all these mask truthers that are popping out of the blue. Uh, please, please go away. Um, we are going to review the round just gone to round eight, um, and then we will give some tips as well into round nine, but round nine goes for like five years essentially because, yes, there's rounds, but... You know, we'll keep up with as best as we can. Oh, uh, yeah. Massive thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service. Great time to log on to hopstome.com.au. Sign up. Use the uh, promo code AFL Deep Dive to get $25 off your first pack. You get craft beer for nothing. You can pause the subscription at any time. Really good selection of craft beers. It's curated a little bit around the weather, but then also um, they do uh, great selections of craft beers across Australia from all the different states and territories um, it'd be probably a good way to try different things from other states because we can't leave our state so um, if you're in victoria it's probably a good idea to get onto it absolutely uh testament to that it's very very good having cans over to your front doorstep although you happen to be drinking a victorian beer right there but i know i know you mean. <laughs> it was a victorian beer but yeah we've uh, we've had our fair share of uh, we have. some stuff from uh, Cross borders and yeah, yeah it's and probably the only thing that can come in off the border now. Pretty much, and it's stuff that we hadn't heard of. Like we had some beers in our packs that were from you know um, Hunter Valley and all over the show. So definitely check them mm. out hopstohome.com.au. Check out Beyond the Game TV as well. Um, obviously, we will continue things with Ed um, once we can get back into the studio. Um, we obviously can't travel over there at the moment, but we're going to keep recording things remotely at least for the next few weeks, and then if it opens up, we'll see how we go. Um, but yeah. Let's crack into it because there's a lot to discuss. I do feel like there this, a, this round again... We, we need to talk about well, football in general, some of their side I, stuff, or do we want to get straight to the games? Um, I think... Do, do you want to let the games do the talking? But I, if you yeah, stop, cool. stop me or stop it at any point if there's something you really want to do, as we usually do, because I think you're right. We probably could do something off the top, but I, I feel like this is another episode where there's definitely heaps to discuss whether it's the holding the ball stuff, um, Clarko, again, all the stuff with the opposition, um, any of that sort of stuff, in more injuries, um, he, uh, conspiracy, dangerous tackles. Conspiracy, conspiracy theory into 1980s football teams. Well, yeah, we can definitely get into get into no, we, conspiracy. No, we do not need to talk about that. Oh, the, the yeah. Well, um, the problem is, like, I think almost everybody did that. This is so for those who yeah. aren't aware... Uh, there was an article this week where Don Scott um, was interviewed by um, in the Herald Sun by old mate that had his media status AFL media status revoked. He's actually pretty funny. I can't remember one of the journals there that doesn't like the AFL and he consistently writes anti AFL stuff. Um, 
which is pretty funny. But basically, he can, um, Scott basically said that um, Hawthorne were doing uh, Carlson-style paper bag, you know, funny accounts and all that sort of stuff. But I think that was going on at every club. You know, there's a... You know, there's a lot of there's a lot going on at a lot of clubs absolutely. through the old days. So. The 1980s? Yeah, absolutely. And they 90s as well. The, yeah, well, before the um, investigation, like the hard audits, they were told in advance that big yeah. audits of salary cap were coming in. So they probably all got on board and obviously the most successful team is going to get pointed finger at. A bit like um, Lance, Lance Armstrong in the uh, pro cycling. They're all... Drug OTs, let's be honest. Um, he just happened to win seven in a row, so he gets uh, well, the magnifying glass put on him. Yeah, he beat the yeah. other druggies, basically. Um, anyway, so <laughs> that's another long conversation. But, yeah, look, I think let's uh, – up to you. I, I reckon let's let the games talk, but at the games, same time, yeah, I'm... if something comes up, let's discuss it. Um, so round, sure. round eight started last Thursday with Gold Coast – Western Bulldogs, 46 to 51. Good game. Uh, it was a very, very really long, long round that went from Thursday all the way through to Monday. Once again, I think Gold Coast, um, really good to watch, obviously. Um, you know, Rankin, again, really, really improved. Lots of really interesting things in this game to get excited about. Um, English, I, it was that, I, English versus Wits, I really enjoyed. Um, I think Jared Wits is a really good Ruckman. It's something we haven't really discussed this year much at all. I realised... Actually, in watching this game, I was like, that's something with the Gold Coast we haven't particularly gone over. But, yeah, that, that was really good to watch. Um, there was a few really good um, matchups as well. So, you know, Rankin versus JJ, um, you know, Crozier was fantastic. I thought Libba probably almost back to elite level. Uh, maybe not quite elite, yep. but certainly knocking on the door. Um, yeah, it was a weird game. Like, I think, so the Suns started really well. You know, they're the number one pressure team in the league um, based upon, you know, all the champion data, bits and pieces. But they, 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 you know, were fantastic starters once again. I thought the Dogs probably overused the corridor early. Um, I know that's kind of a little bit of the style with teams like theirs at the moment, but I think they probably overused it a little bit. But it worked. Um, Richards, you know, he's become fantastic. Such a good field kick. Um, yeah. I mean, Bruce had such an almost game once again, um, really lost. He seems to have lost a lot of confidence. He's uh, He changed his ball drop through the game, I noticed. I didn't hear anyone comment on it, but that watching it, that appeared to be the case, um, which is never a good sign and certainly highlights um, a lack of confidence. Um, yep. Yeah, I mean, Bailey Smith as well, like this kid. I mean, this is something we're going to be talking about all year, I reckon. I mean, the fact that, you know... In watching this game, it became obvious now that they can put Bailey Smith in the middle and play Bond yep. further forward more and more is wild. This young kid, he's that good that they can put him in the centre already, be confident on the outside he can do what Bond does, even on the inside as well through some centre bounces. And, I mean, that that's an incredible luxury. Um, but, yeah, good game. What, what was your takeaway out of it? Oh, look, again... Uh... Very much following in your sentiments. Oh, I, I didn't get to watch all of this game, sort of watch bits and pieces after it all um, finished through the weekend. Very entertaining. Like these two teams, they did disappoint. Obviously, we'd, everyone would probably like a higher scoring game um, regardless of who's playing. But yeah. there was enough excitement, enough quick ball movement and all, all that makes our game really interesting to watch. Look, it was funny you talk about uh, mentioned uh, uh, wits. 
he has been a silence um, yeah. achiever in the ruck for over a year now. Like he's yeah. hit outs to advantage and his ability to win the hit outs <laughs> has been there. He just hasn't had the uh, entourage at his feet to make it look that yeah. good. And now he has. He's really starting to shine. He's probably behind the big three. He's probably the fourth or fifth. I mean, him and English are probably four and five as far as uh, the rucks go. I'm not discounting that Nui at the moment, but with those injuries that he's had, um, obviously Max gone, Goldie and um, Gone, uh, and yeah, Grundy gone and um, Goldie are the sort of the three bigs, and I think these two sort of come come in that next wave along with Nat Nui. So, well, I think, yeah, look, yeah I mean, this is this is the best. Sorry to interrupt. This is the best ruck. Sorry to further your point. I think this is almost yeah. the best ruck era I've, I've seen. Like to have yeah, all those names and Nick Nat dominated Grundy in the game, just gone like. Yeah took him apart so he can have those games so yeah you're right um yeah all right look this this it's the so, best it's the best i've seen i think yeah uh really balanced uh team approach from the doggies uh they didn't have too many uh people tagging along for the ride in this game which obviously makes it a lot easier when they're not just relying on mccray and bond and these guys even though those two had really really good games so it's good to see that uh, distribution. Um, yeah. yeah, look, good game. Um, probably one of the better games from a just a pure football um, perspective. Yeah. I, I thought it was basically what I, I'd love to see more games like this. Yeah, it had a good end and, too. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, you go. And the, sorry, and the Suns are just, they're still learning their trailer as a team. Yeah. Um, obviously, had their chances. If, if they, if Rao's there, do they get up because he's, he's a bull and he, he probably can. I reckon. Matches off the, of his foot. Um, I mean, Rankin kicked one four, so that says a lot. He kicks four one. That's a game changer. And they'll, they'll learn a bit like... I He'll guess, get there. Yeah. We've said it. Oh, we, yeah, we'll, and we'll probably continue to say it throughout the year. It's like watching Brisbane over the last two years or Carlton in spurts and fits over the last year. Uh, now they start to win those close games, know what they have to do in the closing moments to uh, just get that upper edge against their opponent. And it'll come with time. But, yeah, look, good game. Lots to like still about. I mean, this time last year, we saw Gold Coast just bottom out. Like they couldn't be competitive for more than a half a game yeah. at best. And now they're, they, they're just hanging in there, uh, running out games. Um, and the dogs, yeah, dogs are much more improved like a lot of us thought they would be this year. Well, to add to that, I don't think um, I don't think that bottoming out is going to happen this year. I, I don't see that happening. I think they're too good of a side. They're too developed of a side. And to answer, I guess, well, it wasn't a question, but to add to your statement before about Rao, I think mm-hmm. Rao, Rao plays, they win this game. They, they, they were very, very close to winning it. I nearly tipped the coast. In the end, um, I went with the dogs. Um, I think I indicated on the podcast I was going to go with the dogs but I was waiting for the ins and the outs to some degree. But I did tip the dogs. I did think – I just felt like the Gold Coast had been up for a little while. Not that they were going to fall away, mm. but the dogs were just going to sneak it. I mean, they. I mean, to be honest, Gowers nearly handed the game back to, um, back to, back to the yeah. Gold Coast. So it was that close. Um, it really could have gone either way. But, yeah, look, I mean, ba- Bailey Smith, amazing. That was probably almost the biggest takeaway for me out of the game. Um JJ probably had one of his better games in a while. And that's the thing that's exciting is obviously they've got those kids coming along. But then when you've got JJ, um, Suckling, Suckers, Libba, these guys, Libba, yeah, the, the, the premiership guys that are left. 
some of mm-hmm. these guys and some of the ones that were around that period that just missed out as well that are that are you know um, really developing now. That, that's really exciting. They're, they're going to be there towards the back end of the year. Um, but I think it's yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how English responds because he had a couple of really good weeks and we highlighted him obviously heavily. Um, and then to see him, it's interesting. He got I think he got beaten on the night, not heavily, but I think he did get beaten. So it'll be interesting to see how he responds. Um, this week, but yeah, look, great, great to watch. Um, I, I think you know, I think Richards has become one of the better field kicks in the game. There was a couple of ridiculously good um, connections. Uh, even going back to what I was saying a minute ago as well, Caleb Daniel, amazing um, decision making, and that's obviously such a important part of his game because he's you know not not a massive guy. Obviously, jokes aside, so like he's. His football smarts have got to be right up there. And he is a seriously smart footballer. Uh, he just makes the right decisions at the right time. Yeah, sorry, just a buddy. No, no, Are you interested no. in, um, to see I mean, a lot of bit of commentary after this weekend about whether teams start to try to tag him out of the game because he has been so influential. Yeah. Uh, running off that back, the back line and setting up plays because uh, he's yeah, an elite ball user, that's for sure. Yeah, McRae had a really big game as well. Um, I, the other thing to note as well is Hunter, um, due to mental health, um, didn't play. Um, so he's still in the hub. He hasn't gone home, but he didn't play. So that'll be interesting to see how, well, I guess how that plays out, obviously. But more more to the point is it didn't affect, I don't think it affected their game. I think they've got enough depth at the Dogs at the moment. Um you obviously wishing yeah. you the best, but purely from a football sense, I, I you know, I think they covered that well. Um, Sexton, I thought had a pretty good game as well for the Gold Coast. I think he's he's a really good player. Um, I mean, it was it was one, it was so close. Like going back to what you're saying a second ago, Sexton kicked three um, flat, and then Rankin kicks one four. I mean, it is going to be so exciting once they get that that this team up and going they're going to be so good to watch i yep. hope i hope they keep every one of them uh, and then pick up like yeah. a Brad Crouch and a couple of these guys to top it up cuz that team is going to be they're going to be deadly next year i reckon even next year they're going to be very tough to beat they're going to lose very few games up there if it's a normal season cuz that's yeah and i like how you mentioned like someone like Brad Crouch to top up i mean there's been a lot to spoken about how well they've drafted over the last two or three years, but there's got to be a lot said to list, list management team yeah, yeah. for the recruiting that they did over the last um, season, getting people like Greenwood and um, you know, not wasn't Dan, but who's the, who was the original player they got up there? Ellis, Ellis, and these guys just to have that experience mm. uh, mentality coming from yeah, two yeah. pretty good teams. That's balanced it. Balance that uh, line up really, really well. And then you got someone like King up forward. He's young, key forward. Going to take a little bit longer to develop and get into the game. You add him into the mix up of that fourth. Like they could be like the, the Giants and, and what we saw on the, with the Eagles over the league and be the, the most dominant scoring team in the next two years. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, we'll keep moving, but great game, really good to watch. Yeah. I think it went pretty much exactly as as um, we thought, you know, pretty tight. But then the dogs would just sneak it. But this could easily have gone either way. Um, and then on the Friday night, so that was the Thursday, a long round from Thursday all the way through to Monday. But um, Friday, Giants versus Richmond, sixty-two to fifty. Um, interesting game. I mean, Richmond's. Really should have won this by five goals, four or five goals. They kicked six, so the final score, um, as I said, 62 to 50. But 
six goals, 14 Richmond to nine goals, eight. Yeah. And I know Toby Green, great game, fantastic, five goals, not taking nothing away from them. But there's still a lot of concerns with the Giants. It's a funny old win. It's a win that it's a bit concerning as well because they really shouldn't have won this game. Richmond were pretty good, I think, just execution that yeah. I think can be fixed. Um, yeah. I yeah. think I think it'll Absolutely be fine. Um, this game was like um, what we've seen a fair bit this year is teams dominating but not on the scoreboard. And I reckon that's what happened. Uh, I mean, this is the second time we've seen GWS beat the opposition by being uber, like over-the-top efficient yeah. um, going forward 50. Um, the other one was against Hawthorne, though they said it ridiculous uh, record and had that not been done this would be close to that record because Richmond yeah all the other indicators it was a Richmond win except on the scoreboard yeah I mean Giants I think played that short chip kick game which can work well against uh, that's I think how Hawthorne were you know doing well against um, Richmond in some of the you know 16 17 era of Richmond I think that short chip game can work uh, particularly in shorter quarters, you've got to be accurate, but it was working. It's interesting. I wanted to have a few discussions. I mean, there was. I thought through the whole game, it was excessive holding the ball, and I think we can. Do you want? To, maybe we have this discussion in between this game and then the North Blues game. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Chol. I wanted to say something, and Richmond listeners, I'd be interested to hear what you think. Chol, he's so good. I think he is he better than Soldo. I mean, he was rucking really well through this game. I think he might be better than Soldo, which is interesting. And it gives them a really interesting selection dilemma when uh, Nank does come back. Nank Kervis. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he definitely brings, for me, much more versatility because he can play... So fast. ...as a key defender, a key defender or key, another key forward. Yeah, he's been Not fantastic. Even, uh, really, really good. Um, oh, look, the other thing that was probably missing um, with Richmond, and this is how important certain players are at certain clubs, is having Koch in there. Um, Dusty, as good as he is, has been quite slow to get into games throughout this year. Yeah. Um, and that was evident again... You have caution there that balances that out a little bit. Um, obviously, no caddy as well, that type of stuff. So it'll be inter- interesting to see how the teams look over the next few weeks with Koch coming back. Obviously, they've come out and said that he's going to be managed and not going to play all four games up, up in Queensland, which is probably a smart decision based on the yeah. soft tissues there. But look, yeah, look. If I'm a if I'm a Richmond supporter, if I'm speaking to Richmond supporters, I would be very disappointed that you didn't get the win. But I wouldn't be looking to to uh, write the year off by any stretch of imagination. I think there was enough there to show that they beat most teams if they can hit the scoreboard more effectively. Again, so multiple times to give you an idea, if you didn't see, it, and we will talk about the Giants obviously as well. But I know we started a lot with Richmond, but um, I think. You know, there were two periods in the game where nine out of ten inside 50s were Richmond. They had long passages of domination for very little, yep. for literally zero on the score. Um, does Rioli keep his spot? Because he's really dropped away. Um, he's got to get a lot better at evading a tackle or know his lane a little bit. I think he... or I, Look, I don't know. He looks really out of form. I think 18, he... he 
had a good season. Um, 19 definitely dropped away. And this year, he, he, he really lacks confidence. And Richmond have got a lot of people in their list that can play that role. I don't know whether he keeps his position, to be honest. Yeah, tough one. Dandy for you, Dandy, today. If there was reserves football going on, you're dropping, no question. Yeah. I think that they keep at it, keep with him, and hope that as the team continues to become better and succeed, he goes that way as well. Whether it's just matched conditioning or um, but I mean, it doesn't help that, Yes, someone who's hit identical twin in a lot of ways in Shy Bolt, and he's playing some close to lights out footy for, for Richmond at the moment. Well, I wrote in my notes for that, I wrote, again, I've written this a couple of times, if if Bolton starts finishing, question mark, exclamation mark, like that, he will be one of the better players, not in the game, but like he'll, he'll be in that yeah. top probably 20%. Knocking on the door of that. If he, if he starts finishing, he's going to become an incredible. And he's he's good, but like definitely he could be a lot better. And that's yeah, he'll be yeah, he'd be incredible. But yeah, Baker, fantastic. Um, terrible entries inside fifty all night from Richmond. Really didn't really give their forwards yeah, a chance. Yeah. But at the same time, like Lynch and not not as much Lynch but to some degree Lynch, but then definitely Rewalt, massively out of form still again. Um, they're still winning games or enough games. They didn't win this game, but they'll win enough games. But yeah, come the back end of the season against the West Coast or somebody like that, it's going to have to um, it's going to have to change. But let's go into um, the Giants. Uh, Whitfield and Kelly were fantastic through the um, the game. Obviously, Green excellent. Um, I thought Finn Layson's yeah. game was really good as well. Himmelberg, very yeah. very good. Uh, I think their whole midfield. I think it- you throw in Taranto. I thought that was Cornelio's, one of Cornelio's better games yeah. this year as well. Uh, Taranto coming back from uh, a bit of a layoff was good as well. They, yeah, they're building. If they can keep their list fit, yeah, ooh, yeah, going to be very, very hard to be. I mean, got some ruck concerns, but ah, oh, look, with a midfield that talented, oh, I think they can. I think they can afford to have. A ruck that just competes. I don't think they need one that needs to necessarily be dominant or anything like that. Yeah, they'll get shown up against the elite rucks, but I think the midfield's good enough to counteract that. I thought Brent Daniels' game was fantastic as well. Look, it was a good game, um, but frustrating game. Poor entries from both of them to some degree. I mean, Green was really one of the few people on the ground that could execute. So, but yeah, look, Richmond, I think, will be fine. Where do you think the Giants are at? So, yes, they won this game. They're still sitting outside of the eight. And this is something we probably need. Maybe we do this next week where we do a bit of a ladder chat because I think from next week with some more results, it's going to start to be interesting. But do you still have the Giants in the frame for finals? Do do you think, like... I I still think they're a threat for a flag. So right now, right now, just really quickly. So we've got Port at one, Brisbane at two. Geelong at three, Saints at four, which obviously we didn't see coming. That space we probably thought would be available. West Coast, mm. we thought the St. Kilda, we both, to be fair, we had St. Kilda at nine, so we had them close, not at fourth, obviously. Yeah. I think they'll drop lower than that, but they'll be in the eight, probably. Uh, West Coast at fifth, um, Dogs at six, uh, Essen at seventh. I think that's. I think they're coming out. I think with the amount of outs they've got, I can't see them winning that many. Well, win more games, but I, I, I don't see them playing finals to be honest. And then Essen, uh, sorry, uh, so Essen at seven, and then Collingwood eight. So then nine Richmond, ten Gold Coast, eleven Carlton, twelve Giants. So we'll stop it at twelve. Thirteen FYI, yeah. FYI is Melbourne, but that, let's just cut it there for a second. Do you, so you think you 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 definitely think the Giants could take the Essen spot? Is that probably? 
and, and then the eight stays like that? Or because Richmond's still Richmond's still got to get in as well. So who who comes out? I don't think that eight's anywhere near set yet. Okay. No, no. Uh, it's interesting to we haven't discussed yeah, it yet. Port, port start, yeah, as good as Port have been getting wins. They're looking a little shaky. So really? okay. uh, yeah, I wasn't convinced by them over the weekend by any stretch of the imagination. The last two two or three weeks. But that's the thing. They're not playing that good of football either. So that's a sign of a, a good team. Um, I think Melbourne are showing signs that they're, they're a finals team. It's so hard. It's just, I mean, Geelong, I, I didn't think Geelong were going to win as comfortably as they did last night. Uh, and that just goes to show that uh, Fremantle have got one good game in them every month and potentially, yeah, I don't know. It's just so hard to tell at the moment. Um, yeah. I think, I think Brisbane, um, yeah, I think right now, Brisbane are the only lock in that spot. I think that's where they finish, and I think the rest sort of can move a lot right down to about 12, 13. I think Port definitely play finals. For, for, I, yeah, I, I, think, I think they're fine, but whether they're top two... Oh, okay. I, I thought you were saying, yeah. sorry. I thought you were saying they might miss finals. No, no, wow. no, no, no. Brisbane, Jesus. I think Brisbane. <laughs> don't, so where they are, they'll finish top oh, four. I think sorry. they're the only team for me that I'll knocking in at top right. four at the moment. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, John, okay, so John, so we both think Giants and Richmond, these two will probably still play finals. Um, yeah, the, yeah, Essendon the, out. I think I'm not. I'm still not sold on St Kilda. The biggest thing is that the, the Giants' ball not. movement. Sorry, sorry, you go, you go. I'm just saying the same. Yeah, we can move on. I was just saying I'm not convinced that the Saints hold their spot in the eighth. I think they will just. just. I think they'll finish eighth or seven. They'll finish seven or eight. I think. Um, we can chat about that next week. But yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Giants still really big concern is they're they're definitely not getting anywhere near enough scoring opportunities. Um, their average score total is is very low and i know that's that's you know the problem across a lot of teams at the moment but it's still a concern um the definitely concern for me is their ball movement um and i think a concern with the giants is they i still worry about their ability to switch tactics during games i still don't think it's that great i still think at times and we complained about this last year and even the year before in the first year of the podcast mm. i do feel that at times they overuse sections or of the ground or um, game plans too much and, and re- react too slow um, out there on the field. Just very quickly, Cornelio I thought was better as well. I thought he was good. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's keep moving. North Blues. Um, so again, we, we took Carlton. We thought Carlton would get it done. Uh, 64 to 57 Carlton by seven points. Good to see. Um, not a lot to take out of this game, but good to see Carlton, you know, obviously having that outrageous loss last week with Robbie Gray after the siren, but great to see, in the, I think, the game of the year, but great to see the Blues not get down on themselves after that, come out, get the job done. North were a lot better, to be fair. If you yeah. missed this game, if you looked at it and think, wow, must that you know they must have been average. No, no, they, they were quite good. Uh, both teams were quite yeah. good. Um, I thought it was the best ga- game I've seen North play for a few weeks, at least. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the game was, uh, spectacularly, it was good. Like, two teams... Fairly evenly matched on, on yeah. the part. Um, obviously, what's been said about tactics on Crips on that. He needs to suck it up. Sorry. Uh, all the enemies get a lot of attention from the opposition. So, yeah, Carlton, write your letter or do whatever to the AFL to try and fill it up. But 
ultimately he'll just have to learn to deal with it. Or your teammates need to learn how to block better in those scenarios and help him out. There, there were. I know he's. I, I agree, but there were some very obvious free kicks. That, that's. I, I agree with what you're saying, but there were some. I don't know if he's complaining, but there were some very obvious free kicks. Oh no, I don't think he's complaining. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I'll tell you that. If he is, um, that's AFL football. Um, yeah. Sorry, don't be so good. <laughs> you have a target on your back. That's what happens. But um, yeah. But Lockie Neal. I mean, Lockie Neal. He copped it. He's been able to get around it. Played much better football as a result. Um, Joe Watson's got it. Uh, he worked around, or more to the fact, his team worked around him. Danger's uh, got to it. Free him up. Yeah, Dangerfield. Got name it. them all. The, the, yeah, Selwood, all these guys. Um, Selwood learned a tactic to um, get free kicks. Nahas um, has got it. Nahas, yeah. <laughs> Nahas had it all. So I, not, no teams didn't know what to do, so they're coaching stuff well. We're losing games to this. Well, you're too good, mate. we uh, got to sack you. <laughs> Poor Nahas. Still need to do the um, Nahas yeah. update. Anyway, sorry, keep going. Oh, we do. We do. I'll have to go there. Um, but, yeah, look, uh, I mean, obviously, very stupid free kick by Pittard. Uh, just a brain fade. Yeah. Um, but having said that, he, he still had to go back and kick it. Um, the young guy from Carlton. So, with lots to like about Carlton. Sam Walsh just continues to... Grow and grow, and we talk more and more about how how, how good of a play he's going to be. Doctor, he's is so important to that back line and the structure. Uh, yeah, Weedering had another good game as well. I think um, there's probably not a lot. A lot we we're really be repeating ourselves. I think if we keep saying this guy's this guy's good, this guy's good. Yeah, we've kind of gone through that this yeah. year. Um, with North, I think the biggest thing is the chain breakdown. So when they connect consistently, when they connect. From a switch to skinny side where it's busy to fat side um, to you know start to lead for an entry, um, they're either, either the issues either speed connection. I think a lot a lot of it is though positioning on the ground. I think a lot of it is some of these guys have played a fair bit of games together as well. I don't know. I just think they 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 got run down by Carlton quite a lot in the game. Um, but the other thing, well, well, let's use this to discuss it because I was going to mention it before in the last game. Comedy of errors. So I think at times definitely both teams not not playing that well. But uh, and you know error after error, one error led to the other error. But it wasn't a great game. But when you've got, I think probably the best um, commentator in the game in Anthony Hudson saying, you know, when there's a holding the ball scenario, what's this one going to be? I mean, that's pretty embarrassing for the league when, you know, and I, I think he's pretty good yeah. at not calling the game down. But I think he's, um, it, when it went, like, you know, when that's happening, he's pretty patient. I think it starts to get to the point where, well, so what we, I think this is definitely one of the bigger things. What, where, where are you at with this? I mean, like, we had some ridiculous, Ridiculous holding the balls. We had again, like through multiple games, there was four or five in a row, and the players. I mean, they're they're getting very frustrated. Uh, there was a few. I heard on one of the umpires' mics. Uh, well, I can't remember which game. I honestly don't remember what game it was or what player it was. But I actually heard one of the players say, "This round, what's that one going to be?" Which who knows? And it's like it's starting to get pretty embarrassing. Uh, what what do you think about this? I, the the overcorrection too far is that your opinion or what what do you think? Yeah, it seems to be that way. I mean, a lot of these games where the um, adjudication has been at the forefront of the game rather than the game itself, I have actually I've missed a lot of them. So I'm just seeing I see the highlight to a condensed version of the game. So a lot of that 
you don't see CCD and go, oh, okay, what are they talking about? Um, I would still rather see that than what it used to be. Oh, I still get more frustrated of tacklers not getting rewarded for their efforts. Well, they're not at the moment. They're not. Like, consistently, they're not, I don't reckon, at the moment. There's so many instances through the round. If you watch, even if you just pick four games, you don't have to watch the whole round. Even if you just watch four full games, there's consistent so many moments where they're just not rewarded. The, the umpires at the moment have clearly got a mandate to keep the game moving at any cost. And that's the problem is it, lo- it looks ridiculous. So there'll be throws, there'll be so many things and, and you know tackles that should have been rewarded that just aren't. And it's, that it's been yeah. way... It, it went, went one way and now it's gone back the other way again. It's just ridiculous. Speaking about things like that, you probably frustrated a bit this weekend. I know you and I both got frustrated when we watched the footy together. Um, a legal kick for Mark in the rule book, 15 metres, yeah? Yeah, well, that's the... That, not five. They still don't pay. Not five, not ten. No, they still oh, don't pay. Oh, that's, 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 that is what I noticed most this round is how... And it probably goes back to what you just said. That it's player, like, get the game moving on at all costs. As long as someone kicked it and nobody touched it and the person marked it and it wasn't right next to him, it was a mark. But going back to what you were saying earlier, Clayton Oliver, there was footage I saw this this last day or so of Clayton Oliver literally holding um, Cripps out of the centre bounce for no no reason, completely like, and that's the thing, that's a free kick. You can't kick, just yeah. grab somebody and hold them the whole time. That's not, you can't, that, so anyway, I, I just think, I really liked what Ken Hinckley said. He said, look, the rules are the rules. The problem is they're not they're not adjudicated, and they can and the interpretations consistently change. So all we need to do is make up the rules or, or keep the rules that we've got or whatever, and consistently stick to them. Which again, I think goes to speak with what you've been saying around the experience with umpires. But anyway, I think it's a bit of a boring discussion, but it is very frustrating in that consistently through the round, it like it, there were there were a lot of moments. Not I mean the Eagles. Eagles Pies game was fine, umpiring wise. Dee's Lions was awful. Cats Freya was fine. Port Saints was fine. Like some of them were okay, but some of the umpiring was again. Sydney Hawthorne was pretty ridiculous again. Have we again? So have we got too many umpires? And do we take it back just to have the two field umpires? But they're missing so much stuff. The guys that are on the field are missing so much stuff. So I don't know. I I, I mate, do we need more? I don't know. Nah, no, no, no. See, I reckon it's the opposite because I don't think the umpires know exactly where their area is. If the game's going really fast, it changes. So someone might go, oh, well, it's Jono's area. He's got to call it. I reckon there's too much confusion, at least if it's two, you've got half a ground to look at. So you can clearly tell when that ball goes over halfway that it goes to the other guy. The score review as well, I think, is very frustrating as well. Like with Jake oh, Lever and well, in the Melbourne game, the Jake Lever one where, you know, him... Oh, the mark. Well, it was brought... Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was brought in for... It wasn't brought in for that. And I agree with um, Simon no. Goodwin. I, that It wasn't brought in for that. Anyway, so... Um, yeah. yeah, so that's probably North Blues. I don't... What Do you want to keep moving? I don't think there's anything else to discuss out of that game. Uh, no, not really. Um, it went to, went to scripts, basically. Um, Sydney Hawthorne sixty to fifty three, um, Sydney by seven points in the end. What, what weird game? Because I think um, Hawthorne started really well. I, 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 there was 
You know, the first quarter, I was definitely impressed that a lot of their mids were scoring again, which is something we haven't seen for ages. We had O'Meara, we had multiple, Scully, we had some of these guys come out and actually yeah. start hitting the scoreboard. Um, I thought both teams kind of went back to a bit of a back-to-basics type of um, game plan too, which was good. It was kind of good to watch. Um, it was pretty stripped-down football. Too. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought that too. Um but, I mean, Sydney just outlasted them a, bit, a little bit more experience. I mean, it's they weird. It. Hawthorne's an older team. They wanted it more, you, you think? Just wanted it more, yeah. I'm, like, very impressive win when you look at the playing lists that Sydney put out there. Uh, not many people would have said they beat Hawthorne, regardless of how poor Hawthorne have been for the last month. Uh, so I thought it was a, a real gritty win. That's a, a real uh, team gelling um, when I, I thought they were, without looking impressive and, and slick and skillful, I think it was a very impressive win by the Swannies. Uh, Rampy um, and Papley, obviously, being there too. Uh, better players played exceptionally well at both ends. Obviously, yeah. played a big part in the end result. Um, yeah, we'll start with Sydney. I mean, Papley was obviously huge. Papley plays badly and they don't win. Um, back-to-back goals... Mm. Um, obviously, the the taunting thing. What, what did you think of that? Did you think that was unfair when he, you know, kicked the goal and taunted um, Tom Mitchell? Do you think I've heard a lot of people saying there should be a rule to get rid of that? Do you, well, I I didn't mind it. What, what did you think of it? Did you were, were you offended? We can, no, not at all. As long as whatever's being said on the field isn't derogatory yeah. uh, towards the player or anything like that. Look, I'm over the whole PC side of things coming to this game. It's every element. It is a game of football. It's a physical um, sport. It's high emotion. The, so I've said it, and I sound like a broken way. I say it almost every week. So much of what we liked about this game has been taken away. Like you can only tackle a certain way now. The bump can't it can't be done. Um, Third man, oh, so much has gone away to try and make it more attacking and and better to watch, and it's gone the opposite. It's actually slowed down. It's become an uglier game. So yeah. these players have to allow uh, mental health issues are coming into it. So let these guys blow off steam on the field, and I think we'll see just an overall better um, game. So I'm I'm all, I'm all for it. Uh, it's it, it's awesome watching um, other professional sports like uh, European soccer, the NBA, which is great because you're up close with the television. You see uh, the heckling uh, that the players give each other. But it's all in respect. They all have yeah. utter respect for each other. And I think... A bit too sensitive, you know, I think. We are. A bit too sensitive. Like, get over it. Um, commentators, <laughs> just let them be. Like I said, as long as, as long as they're not saying ridiculous things to each other and it's not about their, their race or their religion or any of this stuff that is just normal. It's not sexist the, or something. Uh, yeah, human yeah. conversation. Yeah, any of that. It's race fine. Australian. Game, yeah. Yeah. Ex-teammate. Of course they're going to have a go at each other. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. I actually didn't put that together. That is true. Um, Rampy, broken hand, and now he's out for like multiple weeks but he literally played with one hand and was amazing he was all, I think he was almost best on ground yeah. that, that was incredible shows a lot about the character of that guy no, he's, he's, he's one of my favourites to watch yeah and that's it and he, he'll say that it was worth it because they got a win against the odds yeah um, I they think they're not playing finals this year so 
Yeah, no, exactly. Um, lot, lot, well, probably not. A lot, lot of missed frees, um, again, as we've already really discussed. But I don't you know. Say probably not. Hey. You say probably not playing finals. You, you give me a little glimmer of hope to the Swan supporters out there. They I'm might just, play finals. Just trying to be a bit more Jeez, polite. You're, nice. you're a nice bloke. I'm just trying to be a bit polite. <laughs> You know, they, this lockdown, this lockdown got you going crazy. loco. Crazy. <laughs> loco. Loco. <laughs> I think because the fans in the past got very, very angry with us, so I'm just trying to keep them happy. At least, to, have, yeah, at least like, keep them happy to halfway through the year, and then we'll trash them. Um, okay, yeah. Scrimshaw late. Obviously, we have to discuss this. So, Scrimshaw, he's got the ball late. He's got space. All he needs to do is kick it. Foot, ball. It's the name of the game. Ball. Kick it. Foot to the ball. Do it. And then he oh, looks... Looks, looks, he looks again, he waits, he looks, there's a cup of coffee, he looks, he thinks, <laughs> then, hell, and it's like, what are you doing? What's happening? The whole time, I was yelling at the TV, I was like, not, not that I really mind either way, I don't have anything invested in the game, but I was yelling at the TV, like, get rid of it now, 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 come on, come on, come on. Yeah. And so that, he'll learn from that, and I'm not, you know, he's a young player, but far out, that, that for Hawthorne fans must have been, because they would have had another shot, I think. Gunston was free and on the lead. They had multiple leads ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> it's 2005. It's like going back in the, it's in the DeLorean watching my team at the moment. Uh, hopefully they learn from it. Uh, and, yeah, and Clarko's got some master plan unfolding. And this is why they don't know what to do at the moment because they don't know the game plan. No. That's, that's me being super hopeful here. Yeah, you said that that's last cool. week. Other, yeah, otherwise, yeah, otherwise it's just uh, yeah tough, um, tough to watch. Lloyd was really good. Parker again, fantastic. Um, Mills really yeah, good too. Totally Cunningham yeah, Lloyd was really good. Yeah, I thought Sinclair. Yeah, Sinclair probably won the ruck as well. Yeah, that's really disappointing. Man. Like Hawthorne have pride themselves and had a good ruck. Whether it was Stegler or McAvoy being competitive and at least nullifying the opposition player at Ruck without them getting really on top and for the last few weeks it's been the complete opposite they have been dominated okay um, in my opinion I just don't think either Segler or McAvoy in the Ruck have had much of an influence on okay. the game um, let's get moving so yeah I, I don't, boring what, game do you have anything else to take out of that yeah, boring game um, Port, Port Saints Win of the year, certainly one of the wins of the year. Or wow, uh, like this is the first full live Saints game I've watched this year, and um, oh really, the full way through because yeah, you must yeah, have seen them play. Yeah, like, like, like yeah, live. Yeah, no, I've watched them play and Sorry. I've watched replays, but yeah. I haven't watched them fully live, like the, from start to finish. And yeah, um. Have got multiple gears, got different game plans, and knew exactly um, what to throw at Port Adelaide. Lots to like about them. I don't know if it's a sustainable game plan for the season, and whether they'll get caught out by some other teams that have got a bit more of a defensive mindset. Though they were good. Um, all the uh, recruits uh, that played were really good. Uh, Hannibury obviously still not there, but uh, Dan Butler was. I thought exceptional again, um, and Jones, especially those two, they were very, very good. And Paddy Ryder, um, he's starting to play like he did when he was at Port. Yeah, which is hilarious. 
Um, yeah, fantastic, like crazy fast, ball moving, a uh, ball moving. Only 12, so 12 goals won. That scoring's only happened twice, and it was like 1898 and like mm. 1901 or something. 120 years ago or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was literally like 1901 or something like that, and then 1898. So it's only ever happened a couple of times. Um, I think the thing is, like, if you can't defend St Kilda in the centre, you're going to beat pretty much anyone. Like, if you, if you mm. can't slow them down through the corridor, it's, it's that it's that fast Richmond ball movement that I think, you know, that Ratton's gotten them playing. And again, how he got sacked from Carlton, I'll never know. But it's, yeah, I think Saints are just so balanced. Rowan Marshall um, was, was good. That was great. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Saints just so effective. Um, but I, yeah, I did like the, the, the battle between Rowan and Marshall. Sad for Marshall to go down. Um, you know, but yeah, it's good. It was exciting. What did you, any, any other yeah, takeaways? I mean, the attack, Saints attacking from the corridor is just obviously so good to watch. Yeah, and it's the first time I've seen um, none of the, the young guns, all the, all the young guns for Port have such quiet game together. Like Dersma had flashes there, but uh, Rosie didn't look like he was there, but it was the same. They had no yeah. impact, and I haven't seen that since they arrived last year. So that was important. So don't know whether there was uh, some tactics and structural setups behind play that Secure had used to nullify their influence. Obviously, we don't get to see that part of the ground um, unless Channel 7 or Fox uh, show us special vision that they've got. And... Yeah, some of the season um, players at Port let themselves down. Um, Dixon and um, who's the other guy that brought in late? Forgot his name. <laughs> Got a beard. Oh, Westoff. Uh, Westoff. Westoff dropped a lot. A couple of two or three. He's been playing like uh, he's played like three hundred games. Westoff. Yeah, I know. He's been around forever. He's he's as old as the grandstands there. Um, <laughs> no, look, just just little things, and uh, I think that's. Part of why I'm just so they're going to have some downside. Uh, I thought uh, Saints just just played a very like you said very attacking football, and it's, I don't think Port were ready to to handle it. Yeah, I mean Port. Yeah, look, they're they're going to be fine, but I I think that was probably a loss they needed. They've been up for a fair while, but yeah, look, I I, I don't have too much to say on Port. I think they'll be fine. Um, Dixon will be more damaging in other games. It is what it is. I think it'll be an aberration, but. It's interesting to see, you know, multiple Ruckman being played in, in Ryder and Marshall. Um, that was good. I really enjoyed I think they work well together. Um, yeah, it's very effective. It's good. But, um, yeah, look, amazing win. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to do so much for the culture, and it was great to see some fans at the games uh, this round, obviously, in mm. general, but it was great to see some Saints fans get some excitement because, um, yeah, that uh, it's been in the doldrums for quite a while. Uh, to say the least. Um, next game, Crows Essendon. So Don's by three points, sixty-two to fifty-nine. Crows were. This was not a good game, but Crows were better. Um, still not, not great. Will, will they win a game for the rest of the year? Yeah. How yeah, many? Yeah. They will, uh, they'll win three, I reckon. Well, yeah. I, I, look. I, yeah, I've got a funny. I've got. I've got a funny feeling. I'll tip the Crows this round. Okay. Oh, I know. I know which game you're talking about. Yeah, I, I think they'll win that game too. Um, yeah. So yeah, look, two teams that are where they're at right at the moment. One team because they're just not playing good football, and the other decimated by injuries. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I think. Look, 
It's it's hard. I think I think the umpiring was terrible. Crows, well, we'll start. It's this is a it's a, not a great game. We'll start with the Dons. They won the game. That's generally where we start. Merritt was a lot better. Um, you know, McGraw was yeah. The engine room was good. Was was good given they well it was good, but an asterisk there was good given how much they're missing. They're missing a lot. Um, yeah. So that that was that was good. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like no, neither team was particularly great. I don't think there was a lot to take out of this. Um, Crows, no, you Crows your, are so bad at centre backs. Sorry, mate. So you wouldn't beat your house on either of them. No, definitely wouldn't. Um, Crows, I think, are just so bad at centre bounce, which is pretty concerning. Um, and given that Essendon had like a lot of their better mids out, it was pretty concerning. But Crows are arguing with each other as well. Obviously, the culture's pretty poor there. I don't know. What, what, like, there's really nothing much they to don't like, No, they don't like each other at Adelaide at the moment. Everyone wants out. They can't the wait for season 2020 to be done. I think so they get been, on the train somewhere. It's been three years. It's been not, not at the moment. It's been it's gone for ages. There's arguing going on internally there. Um, yeah, coupled with not winning football doesn't help. No. It makes it even worse. <laughs> Probably the only thing is I quite like Ned Cahill's game, um, young player at Essendon. I thought he was really good. I wrote that down. I thought he was really impressive. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, I, you look, Essendon are going to tick away some wins. I, I still think they might just miss finals. They've got so many injuries. Um, yeah, I don't feel great. like it's their year. And and Essendon, uh, sorry, and um, Adelaide, yeah, they're going to be bad and they're going to get worse and they'll get better at times and they'll get worse again. But I think three is probably the ceiling of their, their wins this year. Yeah, Matt. With only 17 games, that, that'll be the max. Um, I reckon we keep moving because there's very, there's very, the only thing to really take out of it was yeah. how bad the umpiring was, and we already discussed that. Um, a much better game, Eagle, well, unless you're a pie supporter, um, the Eagles ab- um, no, absolutely murdered Collingwood. Yeah, so before you go any further, yeah. for the rest of the football fraternity, this was a brilliant game. Yeah, it was. I enjoyed yeah. it. It's it was 80s. Pies getting murdered is always good. Yeah, well, attacking from through the corridor. Better and accuracy better attacking yeah. from the front half, not the back half. Um, yeah, structurally was a lot better. It played like an 80s game, it was good, it's good fun. Um, yeah, I mean, early goals to a big forward that was good. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, early on to recap the game, I don't know. Like, so basically, as it started, this is again a problem that Collingwood have had for some time, and we've discussed this at length. But you know, so Collingwood start really well, right? So there's this classic Collingwood thing, they start really well. Backs against the wall. Pendlebury out before the bounce. Uh, quad problem, so he's probably out for a few weeks. Um, he comes in. Moore's huge early. Um, they have a really good start, and then they go to bed. And this is how it was. It was almost the grand final of 2018 in fast forward because it was you know really really good start, which Collingwood had that day, and then really slow. There was no comeback again at the end, but you know what I mean, like that hill that Collingwood ride. Yes, yeah. it was. It was sort of bang, and then they went really quiet, and then the yeah. Eagles. But then they were really poor, though. Like they, they really let themselves down. Um, not even watching the ball. The defense completely fell over. Um, their run was gone. And yeah, it was a faster version of the. It was grand only final, about a basically. goal at half time, wasn't it? Who? Um, Pies. It was only about a goal in, in half time. Yes, yeah, so the half time score was really close se- for the first half. Seven two to five three. So it's not that far away. Yeah. But then they got murdered in the third quarter. Yeah. Thir- Thirteen two to five six. So no, no one goal from half time. That's it. Yeah, not 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 ideal. Um, Kennedy also. This is an interesting one. So Kennedy passed um, Favola in the overall goal tallies in this game. 
it shows like just how good of a footballer Favola could have been and like how many goals that guy could have kicked had he kept it straight. Like, you know, we we and lots of people in, that talk about football regard Kennedy really highly and he's so good and he's fantastic, amazing player. And yet, like, he's only just... He's old and he's only just now past Fev. He's probably only going to play maybe a season, maybe another one, but surely probably only one more, you'd think, after this. Even though he's in very good form, you'd think he probably doesn't play too many more seasons. It just shows, I know this is getting very bit sidetracked, but it does show, you know, how good of a footballer Favola was that he's only just passed him now. Yeah, and what it could have been. What could have been. Had he stayed in the straight narrow. Yeah, because they did invest a lot of money in him and a couple of other players. And then once the wheels started to shake and eventually come off, that was was very hard for can't get back. But yeah, for Vola, for those who may be too young to remember, do yourself a favour and go, go watch highlights of him. He was a phenomenal full forward. The Fevolution. He didn't miss it too many. Yeah, as a footballer, he was good. As a human being, I must say. <laughs> um, Eagles so much better through the corridor as well. The other thing that was good about this too, it was funny, there was actually like a proper, and this shouldn't happen, but I'm kind of happy with it now that we've had no crowds for ages, but it actually, the game did have proper crowd influence. Like the umpires were actually like scared. And that I thought the umpires were going to get murdered. I did the Paul Bearers meme thing in the Don's Crows thing because I was like, these umpires aren't getting out of here alive because they they were they gave some appalling decisions against Adelaide and I was like, wow, these umpires have got some balls to. I think I think they were all men that day, but balls and 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 um, figurative balls to to do that. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, it, absurd in this game too, but uh, they still weren't very good. They're a bit better, but um, yeah, that that uh, yeah, it was interesting. But I think. I don't know. Pro- look, obviously, great to watch. If you haven't seen this game, the other thing too is the Eagles were so accurate, and they finished it with eighteen three. So when you score like that, you, you know, you, you don't give. You're you, gonna win games. You play game. a quarter, super accurate. There's not many really, particularly in the shortened game. There's nothing you can do. There's not enough time to make it up. No. Nick Nat, as we said earlier, murdered Grundy, um, which was interesting to see. I'm sure Grundy will bounce back. Probably not too much. Six goals from stoppages. For the Eagles too, which is something that um, they've been poor at. So to see them get six goals from stoppage was really good. Um, Darcy Cameron had to come into the ruck at one point because Grundy was was it just wasn't working. So they tried Darcy Cameron, and then he murdered Darcy Cameron. It was to the point where Darcy Cameron couldn't even touch it, let alone like have any. You know, uh, he wasn't even you know in, in it at all. Um, but like, are you? Are you? So, what do you think? So, I was thinking during this game because I think you know it's a lot of the kind of we're repeating ourselves now. So, this is what I like this as we get into the podcast into the season, we start to talk about a bit more overall stuff because we've been repeating ourselves. But so they've got probably their best defender out um, in Howe. They they're not going to have their best midfielder over the next month in Penderbury, I think. And then they're without one of their better forwards, if not their best forward, or you know, however you. I don't know. I think my check. Is, was yeah. is really good, but with Dugowie out as well. Are you concerned? It was side as well, but I'm just sort of picking one from each line. But having that yeah. going on, so there's that element to it. And then also there's still this problem that creeps in where, and I know it's not every game, but the Pies do have these really big starts and then they kind of settle off and think they can defend the rest of the game along the lines of what we spoke about a few weeks ago of this being a problem in general. But are you worried about Collingwood? Do you think they, they'll definitely still play finals with those outs, with those injuries, with with this this um, 
slowing down, creeping in. What 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 do you think? Yeah, look, very. I mean, very hard for them now. I think to hold to hold their place. I think the injuries uh, could be too much for them to handle um, because of who those players are. Yeah. I mean, those three in particular that you mentioned, uh, Dugowie, Howe and Pendlebury, I mean, we're talking arguably three of their top ten players. Yeah, yeah, oh, they're easy. They're, they're almost their top yeah, three players. Yeah, so the five, yeah. I mean, very, very hard. Um, I, think, I think they've got enough t- talent across the board to win enough games but they probably have to change their tactics. I don't think they can play the way that they have been and hold up without those. Your best 22, yeah, for sure. But when you're relying on the next eight or ten to come in and be role players, I think you need a little bit more flexibility in your game plan. And if you're attacking and kicking goals, why stop? Just keep piling on as long as you can. Yeah. The gap is shorter. So but do you think... You that's think what the West Coast I'll- did and... You think Collingwood would have played finals? It's so hard because we don't have a whole to look forward at. It's, yeah. it's so hard. I mean, they're positioned pretty well at the moment to stay there, but oh, no, crystal ball, too much crystal balling. Okay. Um, and then the well, next... Dugowie, well, hang on, let's look at it. Pendery, months minimum. Dugowie, let's say two months. Probably doesn't play for the rest of the year. Well, he's year. not playing for the... They've pretty um, much said he's not playing home and away. Yeah, so... Um, and then... How season? How is season? His best chance yeah. will be back into the finals. Best chance. Yeah, and that's probably and they can kind of cover him. They can kind of cover him in a their, their defensive work is pretty strong. Um, so they could probably cover him. The, Wasn't on the weekend. Other two no. so hard. Bit hard to cover the other two though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then the next question I had for you is, and this is probably more than better than us sort of you know one other point of the game. But before that, do you, one other question. Do you think? Um, the Eagles machine is on. Do you think this? It's it's back on. The engine's on. This they'll they'll win. You know, six of the next eight, seven of the next eight, and really dominate at home. Yeah, I think you and I discussed it a couple of weeks into the hub. Oh, it might have been after the three weeks uh, that they lost up in uh, Queensland. Were we were shocked that they were losing, but I thought, well, they're going to get a period in the West. Um, and they'll dominate. Yeah, I, when you see him play that type of football, uh, if Nick Nanui stays on the park, yeah, they, they could go on a, a win streak now of six, eight games, easy. Yeah, right. I think they'll get a lot of confidence. That's four on the trot now for them. Yeah. Brown, um, other things. So. One other thing I think as well is you've, you've got to play the pies fast. So Collingwood like yeah. slow ball movement, they... They prefer to control it, keep it at their own pace, you know, really, really be specific. I think you've got to play them fast. And, um, yeah, the Eagles worked it out. I, I, yeah, for what it's worth, I think the Eagles will win most of their next um, lot of games between the end of the year. They'll, they'll finish top four. Yeah. The, Kelly better as well. Yeah, I think so. Too. Yeah. Ke- Kelly better as yeah. well, mm. I thought. Um, yeah. But so, other than that, not a lot to take out because uh, Collingwood were basically non-existent for that second half. Yeah, I mean, we we, we, did, we still probably spoke about it for 10, 12 minutes, so there was still a, enough mm. to t- chat about. But, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, overall, probably 
um, continuing things. Because I, I agree, I think the Pies will bounce back and I think the Eagles um, yeah, will, will probably continue the way they're going. But this is something we said weeks ago. Um, Melbourne, yeah. another game at the death. Melbourne lose. Um, Melbourne, Brisbane, 49-53. to 53. Brisbane are looking a little bit tired. Um, looks like they've been up for a while. They look like a side that, that's definitely been pushing it for a bit. Looked a bit bit tired. Had, had a ridiculous end. Um, terrible umpiring, I thought, again. Um, we spoke of the score review already. But, um, yeah, I mean, well, let's start with the Lions. I think, you know, all their, all their usuals were pretty good. Um, I don't think there's anything specific to highlight out of their game. Really? Um, I don't know. What, what, what did you think of this game? I mean, I've I got a lot to say about Melbourne, but uh, what did you think of um, what yeah, did you think of? Uh, no, exactly the same sentiments. I thought um, there's more to talk about Melbourne's deficiencies in this game than there is about the Lions probably just being a little bit off yeah. from where they usually are. And that's not to take anything away from Melbourne. I think Melbourne are playing much better football than they were a month ago. Um, Brisbane, yeah, they just did enough. Played not at their best, got an ugly win, got the four points. That's going to happen from time to time. They've been up for a little while, as you said, yeah. um, but could have easily lost this game. And Melbourne had more than enough opportunities from what I saw to win this game. Yeah, it was all the same. And that's the problem is with, if you talk about Brisbane, it was a lot, and this is not a bad thing, but they were a little bit down, had to go down to Metricon, um, you know, Cameron was good. It's almost need to stay true for them. Yeah, but Bailey, um, Frisch, Zork, uh, Frisch, um, Bailey, Zorko, Hipwood, all you know, all all fine. Um, Rayner, fine. All, all, all you know, yeah, there's, there's no standouts. No, there's when, probably no like, one that yeah, was obviously. Yeah, but I don't know. It was good. But he's a, he's, he's a always good though. Week in week out, it's nothing normal. Exactly. Um, but Oliver's field kicking again is is still a constant problem. It's it's you know the, you know we always say about Dangerfield's goal kicking. It's his field kicking that that lets him down so much, and stops him from being in yeah. that not elite crowd, but even in that B. To be honest, I think even in that B plus crowd because I just don't. I, I, he's constantly missing targets. He gets he racks up so many stats, but I think yeah, it's it's Petrarca was huge. Um, I thought he was fantastic. Um, it had such a ridiculous end to it. But I think look, the pies, uh, the pies, the lions are getting um, so used to playing with each other now, and um, that makes a difference, particularly in these in these close games. Uh, but the D's at the death again. Absolutely. Um, Bailey Fritch gave that ridiculous fifty away, like you know, dancing around trying to make it look terrible, but that that was really stupid. Yeah. Um, Hannon, yeah, look, uh, our man, go. Yeah, I mean, missed a couple of very gettable set shots, which. A few, actually. He's I think. done now. Yeah. I think he... What did he end up kicking? Not ideal. He kicked... Yeah, it was just o, always o two. two in the last... Yeah. He, it looked like his ball so, dropped, to be honest, but I... Yeah. Um, yeah. It looked fixable. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. He's he been good, yeah, though. He needs someone just to get there. And, yeah, it's all amazing. It's weird. So, yeah. And then Hannah as well. Mm. Um. Then, yeah. I don't know. Probably not too much more to take out of this game. Hannon's late... Um, yeah, bad decision making. I, I don't know, like that that club. I, I so Melbourne. Would you say Melbourne can make finals or no? Yeah, I still think they've got the the personnel and the game style to get there. It's going to be hard, and they've got to have a lot of things go right. But they absolutely need um, someone to get into there and have a chat about you know to play out a tight game towards the end because there's some errors 
that are very clear the, um, to the viewer, that should be an easy fix for professional athletes. So there's, there's set plays that they can come up with or uh, things to a good one player and a very good uh, Adelaide team, um, three, three, there's got to be something they can bring that they know when the game's tight, this is plan A. If that's not on, there's a plan B. Just very simple things that they can implement and just get it right because you see the teams that constantly win close to games, they've got to get out of jail yeah, a card or four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last game and a scrappy old game in the mud, uh, Cats on Frio, 48-16. to 16. Wow. The Take it away, Sunshine. I haven't seen a second of this game because well, I was not on free to air last night and I work today. Um, you you are better than me. I wish I, 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 yeah, I ended up that basketball ring you see in the background. I had the that door open that you can't see there so I can see through. Yeah. Can, the, there's, we've got a, like a Constantina door you can open up into our um, TV room. So I had that on and I had it playing and I was just just, just throwing... Oh, shocks. Yeah, a couple of skyhawks. No, no, I'm pretty bad. It's yeah, a very, nice. very, it's a very small <laughs> ring. Um, it's quite, quite difficult with this uh, on my ball. But uh, it was very bad, very horrible game. Um, I mean, if you're a Geelong fan, you'd be excited. Um, but that's about it. Uh, it was pretty terrible. Asava, I thought was good. A little couple of takeaways, but not really anything. I mean, Free obviously missing a lot of players. Um, yeah, Cats obviously way better ball movement. They were way better in the wet. Very young Freo side, had so many outs. Uh, they weren't a chance at all. Duncan was huge in return. Uh, Vasava, I thought, was good in the ruck. Um, so, obviously, um, if you haven't seen this, uh, old mate, um, I can't even remember his damn name now. I talked about him last week, really struggling in the ruck. But uh, very young ruck out for Geelong. Um, you know, they, they don't want to put Blixars there because they need him in defence, which we've spoken about constantly. Yeah. So they did put Asaba in the ruck, and it was good. It was fine. It worked, but it didn't. It didn't really matter against Freo, who were you know struggling pretty heavily. Um, they were poor though at the same time. Uh, but the weather was horrendous. It was torrential rain horrendous. for probably half of it. Um, but it was pretty nothing game. Nobody took anything out of it. I mean, um, Freo were a chance to get their lowest score ever. Their lowest score ever was one goal nine. Um, at, so <laughs> the score at quarter time. Uh, oh, two, so two points to one goal two. At half time, three points to two goal nine. Three quarter time, one goal three to three goals nine. It, and that's the other thing too is um, Geelong. The conditions were very bad, but there was there was a lot of um, a lot of missed opportunities. Um, final scores six goals twelve. So yeah, not not great. Conditions bad, but also like it, it, it's one of those games where if you're not being challenged. Why would Geelong bother? It's a long season. Well, not what well, it is, and it isn't a long season. But yeah, it's still a long season. It's yeah. long enough. I know what you mean. Yeah, it, there's a lot enough going on. I just think they thought, well, you know, this is pretty, pretty kind of, you know. Anyway, so look, I, I've got almost so nothing that, to say out of this. Where, 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 where do you see Fremantle in the bigger schemes of things, like for the rest of this season, and have they got? A bright future, yeah. looking at the number of kids they're developing, getting through the system now. Yeah, I I, I really like Freya. Um, I think I've spoken about them a bit this year. I think, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, a great young side. I think Brayshaw and Cherry are working really well together. Um, yeah, I think they've got they've got a they've got a blueprint of a good side. They definitely need more, 
um, to seriously contend. They probably, I mean, ironically, they need a Lockie Neal. They need somebody to to help Fife that's in that mid mid to late 20s bracket. Um, they need somebody, you know, probably to assist while Brayshaw and Shara develop. Um, I think they need a Monday replacement, which is obviously going to be really hard. They definitely need another serious key back, um, and they probably need one more serious forward. I think if there's a forward out of contract um, that they could go for, and I'm trying to think off the top, mate, I can't think of any, anyone specific. Cameron. Yeah, well, maybe they offer Cameron the farm. I don't know. I know they've got a lot of. I know they have a lot of salary cap room, so I don't know whether he would move west. But um, I don't. Yeah, look, I think they're, they're they're definitely a few pieces away. But with Fife at the age that he's at. I think you definitely have a crack. And given they've got a couple of really good kids, I think they definitely give it a go uh, in the next couple yep. of years. So, yeah, I think I, I, I like them. Um, they've got a couple of really good kids that are exciting to watch. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Like, you know, after a game like this, it is hard to get excited. But, like, Frederick, I, I think this season's been good. I'm just having a look at their list now. Like, you know, Aish was a good pickup. I think he'll develop. Um, you know, Tabiner, he's got to work on his... On his leading patterns, but he's still good. Sarong, great pickup. I think Sarong's going to be a player. Uh, Matera was good, you know. He's but again, like they've got a lot of they've got a lot of C plus players. Um, and the concern is like your Mondays and guys like that are going to need replacing. So yeah, and then you got someone like Jesse Hogan who they can't seem to get on the field and get him right. Yeah, well, no, neither could Melbourne really towards the end either. So I don't, I don't, and not that Melbourne's you know a highly credentialed club either. But let's be honest. But it, still, I, I think. Um, they're definitely a few pieces short, but I think given they've got cap space, draft picks, um, some room to move in a few ways, you know, they've, they, they've picked up a couple of these conquer kind of players, but that's fine. But I think that they need to pick up, they need, they need another serious mid. Top end talent. Yeah. They need to do what the Saints did in the off season and pick up like most of the pieces. They, I mean, that, that was an amazing off season, but still even to a half, they did, you know, go on and pick up a few pieces on each line and then they're there. I think they they are yeah. they are legitimately good. They've got a really good group of kids. I really like Brayshaw. I really like Chera. They're super young. They they like to see two young mids work so well together this early is exciting. But they you know yeah they don't need yeah they don't need to go back to the draft now. They 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 need to go hard at the trade table. Is that a hundred percent fair and, fair to say? Yeah, and Loeb as you've pointed out before, Loeb I think is a, is a pretty good ruck and he can go forward. He's good. Um, yep. So that that's that's fine as the solution now, particularly if they picked up another really good mid with Fife in there. They'll win enough hit outs. Fife wins. I mean, Fife's got another two or three really good years of football. Fife wins the hit outs off the other opposition. Doesn't even matter. He's that good. Yeah. So I think it like you get another really good mid in there. Um, probably another serious back. Maybe you go for a Talia or or somebody that might want to get out of a of a lower club. Um, yeah, I, I, I think do you reckon they, they can. Do you, reckon, do you reckon they could sway one of the Crouch boys to come across? Maybe, but seemingly the problem is that. Well, I don't. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. But like, my opinion yeah. is like watch too much. Well, no. So what's going to be interesting? But Brad Crouch has tried to. The reality is he's tried to get to the Gold Coast twice. So he, he clearly seemingly wants to move up there, and they're a very good side now, so that, that's not the worst idea at all. Um, and then his brother, I, I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's maybe, yeah. And maybe they, maybe they do, because you probably get a year or two at least out of Brad Crouch. So maybe you do go for a Brad Crouch, given he's clearly wanted to get out. 
but at the same time, the Gold Coast can offer as much as Freo. So it's going to be in. That, but do, where do they? Where does it go? Like just talking about Gold Coast, they don't need him now. Po- possibly like, not. You're right. Poss- possibly. Where do they not. fit him? Like because he play. He's that's Matt Rowe's role, and I've yeah. got to have Rowe. I think if they had somebody like that, though, they would argue that they could rotate through for the next few years. Yeah, at play least Rowe and the full forward kick five. Well, he's that good, and that's the thing about it. Like yeah. he's such an exciting kid. Maybe you're right, though. Maybe Gold Coast have outlasted him, and that's the other side too. Is Brad, um, you know, year older, um, year slower? Yeah, and he hasn't shown a lot this year. And you know, it, it goes. We we follow the NBA quite heavily, but like you know, in the AFL, it's a lot more sacrilege. But the reality is, he shouldn't be playing anymore because he wants to keep his body right so that he gets traded at the end of the year. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Adelaide aren't going to play finals. They're clearly not going to win the flag, so they'd be better off playing kids. So anyway, it's yeah. it's, a, it's a complex thing, but I, I I like Freo. It is Geelong. We're good. Yeah. Um, Geelong. We're good. I think they'll be they'll be really good um, through the year. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see once they get Ablett back. Hopefully, they can get him back before the end of the year. Um, you know, obviously, you know, permitting his family scenario is going okay. Um, but mm. yeah, absolutely. Interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, we we had um, a lot of us had Geelong top four because we thought they were going to play a heap of games down at GMHBA. Yeah. Um, and so far, they seem to be travelling okay on the road. So. Yeah. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised with how the Cats are going at the moment. Yeah, well, because of, because Geelong's obviously Victoria, there's no fly and fly out, so they wouldn't they they weren't able. They they did talk about it, but there was no way they could do a hub because the Victorian government didn't want didn't want to split the rights between Melbourne and regional, which I can understand to some degree. Oh yeah, um, all good. Take care. We will um, stay safe if you're in Victoria. Masks on. Um, do your best uh, to be cool, yeah, nice to people, people in a with... tough time. Yeah, exactly. Chat to people. Um, have a glass of wine over FaceTime, whatever you want to do. Um, enjoy the pod. Yeah, stay connected. Definitely stay connected. Rate and review, review us if you can. Hopstone.com.au. Check it out. Um, use AFLD yeah, Dubs, your promo code. Hey, beers. Get, get on the beers. Yep, yeah, yeah, as Andrews has said. Get on the beers. Take care. We will be back for the preview. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.